Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, that's a good point. So J-Mac brought this up. Are there 15 guys in the league, good enough alphas, that could lead a team like you could carry him emotionally and physically, like a Jason Tatum or a Giannis, to playoff a playoff series win. Zach Levine's got all the hops in the world. Six years, no playoff okay, series so wins. Damian Lillard is the quintessential. Like he's an awesome player. He's been a number one. But and he's they had, led them to playoff when series. When he was wins. in his twenties. Yes. In his prime. Now he's you know, now, now it's different. So the question is, are there 15 guys actively in the NBA that can just win a playoff series with them and a bunch of used yeah. parts? Paul George was a number one in Indiana right, when he was younger. Awesome. Now he's a little older, 32. I think we would agree he's a, he's a good two, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Would yeah, I think, I think, no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there are 15 guys. I think Embiid could do it. Uh, Kevin Durant could do it. He almost got Brooklyn to beat him. Kevin Durant can. I think Jokic can win you a playoff series. I think Jason Tatum can. But Jason, again, it's it's hard to argue because we don't. I mean, look at SGA for Oklahoma City. That guy's just him and a bunch of used parts. And look what he's doing. Uh, let's bring in Eddie House. By the way, former NBA guy, Fox Sports Radio, and he's doing Celtics games. I mean, we talk about Jason Tatum. So I've always said this about Boston. If if they're going to walk through, uh, you know, Atlanta. But you cover them. You watch them all the time. And we got into this argument. So the Athletic did a poll among players about guys they would build their franchise around. And Giannis got over half the votes, and nobody else got 9%. And I said part of building around a player, Eddie, is – do they commit on the defensive end? Are they good teammates? Do they work well with others? Whereas Carmelo was talented, I think Jason Tatum is one of the five, six guys in the league I would build around, and it's not all his game. 
He's an A player, but he's an A teammate. You played in this league for, you know, 11, 12 years. How many, how many guys at any one time are there? Not just talented. You could build a franchise around. I would say <clears throat> a handful of guys, you know, not like, and I'm not saying two handfuls. I'm saying a yeah. handful of guys where you're saying, yeah, I can build a, I can build around them. Like I really can put something together around these guys. I don't, uh, and, and that's where it, it stands. You know, it's, it, it all goes into, like you said, are you a great teammate? Do you motivate others? Are you self-motivated? Are you the hardest worker as the superstar on the team? Yeah. When you get the big dollars, are you responsible enough to handle that business and, and handle what comes with that? So it's only a handful of guys that can do that. Have, you, have we learned anything from the Celtics so far in the first couple of games? You, I mean, you've seen them all year. I, this is what I learned, that when they're engaged – on both ends of the court, it gets ugly for teams yeah. um, when they're playing the right brand of basketball defensively. And that's where it starts. You know, we talk about their three-point uh, efficiency and how well they play and they can crack guys off the dribble. But it all starts with their defense. They got guys that get deflections, guys that get steals on the perimeter. Then you got guys on the back end like Rob Williams that changes shots, block shots, that makes up mistakes for you being aggressive on the perimeter. So when I look at what I've learned from them is that if they are put together a 48 minute body of work or however long it takes and they stay engaged and don't let go of the rope for any significant minutes of time, or they take their foot off the gas anytime during the game, they're going to be extremely hard to deal with. Yeah. They're deep. They're extremely talented. They can score and they can defend and everybody buys in to their role. You know, I, I was talking to somebody in the league last night about Kawhi Leonard and they said he's a great player, but he doesn't communicate with coaches and teammates, and he's difficult. But yet I could argue so far in the playoffs, he's been the best player. 35. I mean, he's such a – you know, what do you – if they get beat by Phoenix, what do you do with Kawhi? I mean, is it is – it, I mean, you'll be three years in. He doesn't play much. When he does, he's remarkable. What do you make of Kawhi as a former 11-, 12-year NBA guy? Phenomenal basketball player, but then goes back to your very first question you asked me. With all of the things that you said, underlining exactly what he does, great. But there's a lot of things under. Would you? Do you feel like that's a guy you could build a franchise around? I can't well, trust. Exactly. So to me, I think you have to look at it like, okay, this is what he is, and we have to start looking to try to build a franchise around somebody but he's a major part of this piece yeah but at the same time we got to start trying to look what can we do to make sure that we're secure for the next seven eight to ten years when we get somebody that, that could come in here via free agency or through the draft however it is it's hard to build on a guy who's not going to be there uh, you don't know if how many games he's going to play per year you said he doesn't communicate with teammates doesn't really communicate and i don't know this to be factual, because I don't know Kawhi or not, I haven't talked to anybody within the Clipper organization that could tell me any different from what you said. But if what you said is is true by what that guy is, is speaking on, then it's hard to build. If there's no communication, there has to be an open door policy between the star and the front office. They have to always be in, in a collaborative mode and mindset. And if that's not the case, it's hard to build around them. Now, phenomenal talent. Kawhi is extremely great, but is 
he's not the best player in the playoffs right now. He is definitely not the best player in the playoffs. He's one of the better players, best players, but the best, I wouldn't even give him top four. Oh, how about that? Draymond Green suspension. Surprised by it? <clears throat> uh, the only reason why I'm surprised by it is the the magnitude of the game and and what it holds in for the future of the Golden State Warriors, right? Because this could be the beginning of the end with this, right? It's like, how many times are we going to deal with it? Yeah, they dealt with it when he got suspended uh, against LeBron and them, and they, he was able to come back and win a couple championships after that. He had issue with Steven Adams. He had issue with Brandon Clark. He punches a teammate at the beginning of the year. Now, to his credit with this situation, Sabonis should have got kicked out of that game. He should have got ejected as well because that is clearly not a basketball play. That's clearly I'm going to wrap up his leg. I'm not going to allow him to run down the court. Draymond's actions were a little excessive, but at the same time, in the heat of battle, somebody grabs your leg. I mean, anything could happen at that particular moment. When you go to grab somebody's leg and do something on the dirty side, expect to get some dirty back, right? And I could, I can say that Sabonis's play was dirty. That was yeah. a dirty basketball yeah. play. So expect to get something dirty back. Now, his reputation preceded him right. in this particular moment. With all of the incidents, you like, okay, man, this is not just accidents that's happened. This is becoming a... Uh, uh, habitual behavior by this guy right and i think what really happened is when he showed up when he got ejected if he'd have just had some humility and just went to the locker, yes like, damn you know what man i messed up again man I, I put my team in a bad situation i don't think he gets suspended but the fact of the matter is when he did did the display that he went on yelling getting back at the fans and yep. in the heat of battle getting out of out of pocket to me that's what, what what put the the league over the top, and and they're totally right, man. You continue to do the same thing over and over, and you get slapped on the wrist. You're just encouraging bad behavior, and, and right now they they had to step in and do something. Unfortunately for the Warriors, or maybe fortunately for the Warriors, you know, because Jordan Poole's going to get opportunity to play a little bit more. But at this time, it's just not a good look. Eddie House, former <laughs> NBA player, Fox Sports. Good seeing you, man. Nice seeing you too, man. Take care. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it, it literally is. There's there's the saying, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Like, you, you just can't do that. You, you, you have to be able – because think about this. There's an argument. If Draymond doesn't yell for the crowd, nor does he have any incidents on his resume, it was just two cheap shots. It's technicals. You move on. I mean, if you look at the release by the league office, they told you that the resume – is a primary reason for if, if if he'd never been ejected ever and he doesn't rile up the crowd, it's just two technicals. So I think resumes matter and I you, you can't you can't rile up people. Like it's there there it, that thing's a tinderbox. Again, if he's at home, but when you're on the road in a wild rivalry and you're egging on the crowd, can't do it. You just, you're just, you're gonna get in trouble. You just can't do it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card, hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Go back to the NFL draft. Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter. Remember, he was at one time going to be in the mix to be number one if none of the quarterbacks had popped up. But then he was involved in that uh, January car crash investigation. His draft stock has definitely taken a hit. Here's what Carter had to say about his draft position during an appearance on HBO's Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel. Do you think that what happened back in January and the incident is going to matter to NFL teams come draft day? Uh, Yeah, I feel like it's going to matter a little bit because, you know, NFL teams look deep into your life. Uh, it could have been something I did back in elementary. You know, I'm pretty sure they know. So, uh, you know, this coming out at the time it did come out, I'm pretty sure it's going to affect a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I contend that there's an argument if he had no baggage, he's the best player. In fact, I, I talked to a GM yesterday and we both agreed. I, saw, I said, he's the most dominant player I saw in college football this year single dominant player at any position and the GM did not disagree he said you know there's an argument I, I just think he's an unbelievable player he's not going to be any less dominant how much do you worry about character with an interior defensive lineman I want him to play a little angry I don't need perfect I mean seriously it's not a quarterback you know what the real story is here you see who was sitting next to him on who? the sofa during that interview who his agent Drew Rosenhaus he has done a great job kind of mitigating the damage that Carter had with the off-field stuff. He's cleaned it up. He has great relationships with the media. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Jalen Carter, well, he might slip. Now his, his floor is like 10 with the Eagles right. where they've drafted Georgia guys. And everybody's like, well, wait a sec. Maybe you could make a case he goes two to Houston. I hope Lamar Jackson's watching that Real Sports. Lamar has no agent. He can't set up an interview with Real Sports good to make point. him look good. Good point. These agents, they matter. I know Lamar doesn't want to hear that. He wants to save money, but... Sometimes you got to spend money to make money, right? Well, and also, I do care about the Wonderlick and S2 test for a quarterback. Everything's something, nothing's everything. I don't care about it for a defensive lineman. I don't care. Like, the bottom line is, K-1 
character. I, I would like a locker room. Let's be grown-ups here. I would like a locker room of 55 perfect humans. That's not realistic. <laughs> That's not realistic. So I'm willing to, in certain positions, really need leadership, quarterback, um, I mean, like, left tackle. I need you to show up and protect my guy. But there are positions where I'm going to, especially on defense, defense, offense is about choreography and teamwork. A lot of defense about blowing stuff up. (laughs) Jalen Carter blows the lineup. Yeah. I, I just, my takeaway is, I think I would draft him, and I know he's not perfect. And it, but, but we, but you we have to get past. We, we haven't sat and interviewed him. We haven't spent any time with him. We don't know. Like we haven't done the deep dive into his background. You know, these teams have like private investigators around the campus. To, what's but this if, guy really but like? But if all the stuff that's been published is all there is, which which there's some bad stuff, would you still draft? It depends him? on my coach and my locker room. So you have a veteran coach and a good if locker room. If I'm like room. the Philadelphia Eagles, yeah, bring it up. We got this. You okay, know? okay, okay. If I'm Andy Reid, he's not dropping a 32 or a 31. But yeah, That's you a good need point. a good locker room and you need a good coach. There's yeah. certain teams can't really handle it. No, you're right. That's a really good point. Yeah, depends I save on them the, for the power hour. You you always send your best days. Save your best takes for the power hour. Yes. You always um, do. That's your, that's your record. You yeah. always do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, team we love this season. If you If you've missed it, we've... Been all in on the Detroit Lions. Um, arrow pointing up for them in the NFC North. They finished last year 8-2. and two. Did get lucky to beat my Jets. But nevertheless, many believe Detroit will win the North next season. Jared Goff wants everyone to slow their roll on the favorites talk for the Detroit Lions. We played better last year and uh, have a lot of work to do still. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're a better team. Um, we'll, we'll get teams better shots maybe. But um, we certainly have... Uh, you know, done a lot of things that have improved our chances and, and hopefully can give us a better chance this year. I don't believe there are any favorites to win anything in April. Uh, what do I know? A lot, a lot can change from now until uh, August or whatever. Uh, we, we like what we've done in the offseason and last year, but plenty of stuff to get better at and work on. Boy, if you put Jalen Carter on that defense, with Hutchison on the end, Dan Campbell, all those new corners... Because they, they, Detroit is one of the absolute teams in the league that has no interior push at all. Like, that's absolutely a need now they've cleaned up corner. I mean, if you could say anything for Detroit, it's like more speed at linebacker and some interior D-line that push. That being said, if memory serves, they pretty much shut down Aaron Rodgers and the Packers twice last year. They beat him in Detroit. I remember that game. Rodgers was awful. And then the final game of the season, they beat Aaron Rodgers. And if Jalen Carter goes to Detroit... That feels like literally one of the few players on this draft that would influence it would influence the way a team looks. Hutchison on the outside, Jalen Carter on the inside. You'd be like, okay, that's a real defensive line. Yeah. It's like the Washington football team has been bad for years, but their D-line keeps them in games. If he somehow falls to like Seattle. Now, Pete Carroll, there's some chatter online that Pete Carroll, they, they will not go anywhere near players that are kind of radioactive like this. Um, Who said that? I, I read it on some Seattle well, blogs. But apparently Seahawks, don't, they don't think Pete Carroll would be bringing a guy like this in. What do you think? Seattle, uh, he's rolled the dice. Well, USC, he's rolled the dice. Yeah, sure. um, some personalities. He, uh, he's a, you know, he's pretty good with dealing with personalities. Final story. The Bucks, uh, they're back in action, I guess, soon? Yeah, tonight's game two. Uh, Coach Mike Budenholzer, hopeful that Giannis can play. He's been upgraded to questionable within the last hour. He was initially doubtful. Um, I don't know. I almost. This is going to sound crazy. Do you, do you even need to start Giannis tonight? Like, 
I, I think you're in good shape in this series. Do you really need to force him back out there at like less than 100%? No, if he re-aggravates it, you're in deep trouble. No, I, I think there's an argument you rest him. Yeah. Even if you lose, I think you'd win the rest of the games in the series if he comes yeah, back. Yeah, you're losing. to Who are you facing? Jimmy Butler, Bam, Bam Adebayo, Adebayo really Duncan Robinson. I don't even think Duncan Robinson plays anymore. <laughs> Tyler <laughs> I don't know. Hero is, is, out. is done. It's uh, Max Kyle Struce. Lowry, Kyle Lowry, Max Strews. Gabe Vincent. Like, the Bucks should be <laughs> able to. Is, you know, I know he had one good game. Lit up my bowl. Well, not my bowls. Kyle Mike Lowry. Levine. Yeah. Well, they got enough guys. Yeah, it's at I'm Miami. I'm not forcing Giannis back. I think. With How about him, Giannis play eight minutes a half? I, Let's get you in a little shape. Eight minutes. Once you a get half. him out there, he, you, you can't the game manage. Hey, Giannis, sixteen minutes. It's like, it's like you. You get count. you out there. He can't pull you off the floor. Once I'm out there, it's happening. I'm. You're jacking. like Westbrook. Not dependable. No, 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 great no, 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 no. But I do hustle like Westbrook on defense. <laughs> J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. You the heard line Max, news. You got Lowry, you got Butler, you got Bam, no hero. You don't have a lot of firepower. Kyle Lowry, though, was he had a weird game. Didn't he have like 33 or 38 points? Yeah, in the play-in yeah, loss. Like, like, like he was yeah. ridiculous. It's like a best game. Out-of-body experience. Yeah. yeah. To gain visibility and control over your financials, inventory, e-commerce, HR, and more, take advantage. Special uh, financing offer. No payment or interest. Six months at NetSuite by Oracle. That's NetSuite.com slash Herd, H-E-R-D. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. So De'Aaron Fox just won Clutch Player of the Year. This is the inaugural NBA award for Clutch Player of the Year. So I was saying... I have a ball. I got 15 seconds left. In order, 10 to 1. Who would I want taking the shots? Based on their history, who would I want taking the shots? 10 through 1. So the must clutch players. So number 10 would be Jalen Brown. He did lead the Celtics in fourth quarter scoring. And he led Boston in clutch time field goals. Now he's the number two on this offense. So I'm not sure he'd get the opportunities, but he's athletic enough that he can score at the rim. You can see in some of these videos, you can kind of trap him and he can still get a shot off. So I put Jalen Brown at number 10. Now I would I would put Kawhi at nine. He has a great mid-range jumper, but if if he was stuck out in three-point land, I wouldn't trust him. So he, he has a certain game, but if he is forced to shoot a late three, this is what docks him. He can, not that he can't, especially when he's at the top of the arc, but he's really known as one of the great mid-range jump shooters in the NBA. He is nine. Um, I would say Donovan Mitchell is my eight. Led the Cavs in clutch time scoring. He took the second most clutch shot attempts in the league, so he likes the ball late. He is never bashful. He'll let it rip. He's fun to watch. Seven would be Giannis. But the problem being, he, he's a 64% free throw guy. So if you foul him and he's got the ball in his hands, you know, it's a little bit like Tim Duncan early in his career, is that he's not a good free throw shooter. Now his size and his length are going to give you physical mismatches that very few other guys in the league can give you, but I'd put him seven. Now I'd go Jason Tatum. Now one of my knocks on him is sometimes I'm not sure he wants the ball. He did average 30 points a game this year, and he led the Celtics in clutch time scoring this year. But there are times, you'd have to admit this, and you love him, sometimes I think Jalen Brown demands the ball more than Jason Tatum. Not all the time, but sometimes. I dock him a little for that. Does he really truly want it? Number five, Anthony Davis, because inside of five feet, you can't stop him. And he also, he had the most efficient shooting of his career. And I think he's gotten out of the jumper. He, For some reason in the last 20 games, he's become much more comfortable just staying inside and banging away. And, I mean, that's about as far out as he shoots. I, I think Anthony Davis, it's the best I've ever seen of him. Played through pain, staying mostly inside. Uh, I would say LeBron James, who also shoots 77% free throws. You can put the ball in his hands. He can hit a three. He can hit a two. He can hit his free throws. Uh, he did lead. He's also got her beaters of any active player. So LeBron is net. Do you know that? Seven. Seven buzzer beaters. So LeBron is never shy about taking a shot. He led the Lakers in basically every clutch statistic. Minutes, points, shots. So I'd have LeBron four. I would put your guy De'Aaron Fox at three. He led the league in clutch scoring. I think he's a he's got beautiful handles, great hands. 
He's a little bit. He's a little bit the opposite of like a Westbrook, who's all energy and relentlessness. He's got some sly, some clever. He can shoot. He's got length, threes and twos. Um, he shot fifty-three percent in the clutch this year. That's a huge percentage for a guard. That's unbelievable. Number two, the best mid-range shooter in the league's history, outside of maybe MJ, Kevin Durant. I get length. He can shoot a three. I, I, you can't trap him. Outside, can't trap him. He can put the ball on the floor. Better ball handler than Kawhi Leonard. Like, I get the length over Kawhi Leonard. I get the ball handling. He's also a better three-point shooter. Uh, he would be my number two. And my number one is Steph Curry. Best free throw shooter in league history. Unlimited range. Uh, 43% in clutch time, which is under De'Aaron Fox. But the bottom line is if you foul him, it's over. Three-point shooting, it's over. And, um, and what's your big argument on my... It's uh, a damn good list, Cowherd. <laughs> when you were rattling off Giannis at seven, Tatum at six, I'm like, what, what is this guy doing? What's going on? But um, Giannis like can't hit a, a free throw. And I love Tatum. But you watch the I think no, the no, Celtics, Tatum is money. He can get a bucket against anyone in the but league. But sometimes, anyone. don't you ask yourself, does he want the ball as much as Jalen Brown? Uh, yeah, I think he does. Um, I, the only notes I have here is you were like Kawhi Leonard, three, shaky. Um, What's his three this year? Six for 10 in the playoffs. I know okay. it's limited sample size of two games. Um, I was waiting for Trey Young to pop up here. I did not see his name. Trey, uh, have you seen Trey's? <laughs> John Morant did not make the list. Well, John Morant's not a great shooter. He's a great athlete. He's yeah, no, no, I, I'm not disagreeing. I, I shockingly, remember the, this is better than any um, NFL. What is that? What do you do? The herd hierarchy? Yeah, this yeah. is better than any herd hierarchy all season. You know, it's funny. It, it's funny people get reputations. Kobe actually had some really bad clutch statistics. Everybody's always like Kobe is clutch. No, he needed. At the time, Meta World Peace to hit the three. Well, also, Kobe takes a million clutch. You're not right, going right. to have great clutch stats. Like, Jordan missed a million clutch shots because he took all of them, you know? But LeBron got this reputation early, and not very clutch. And it's like, no, he's got, he's actually very clutch. He's never afraid to shoot a jumper. Now, the only other thing, people are going to look at this and be like, who, who is that at number three? De'Aaron Fox has taken the league by storm. And it's not just the clutch points this season. When you watch the games, and the ball's in his hands late, and you got the lead. It feels like you've got the game. He's unstoppable well, at the he's foul also, line. Well, he's, he's long. Ultra quick. Yeah, like, quick, long. So the advantage to De'Aaron Fox, whereas like a Westbrook is short and kind of feels short and stocky, De'Aaron's like long and angular, so it's much harder to trap those players. Yeah. You can't box them in. Like Kevin Durant, it doesn't matter where he's on the floor. You can't box him in. So you— Again, this is I hate talking about my men's league, but what I usually have to guard the quickest guy, the point guard. Yeah. The only way to slow down a guy like De'Aaron Fox is to pick him up full court. Yeah. Now, do you want Andrew Wiggins doing that? I'm talking ball denial on the inbounds. Get it to anyone else. I don't want this guy getting it because if he gets it, I'm getting cooked. Well, you can trap him over the timeline. You can, the timeline. but then you're giving up a four-on-three fast break th to the rest of your team. And it's like the Warriors are kind of old. Uh, somebody sent me on Twitter some, uh, some on-off-court stats of Clay Thompson. With Curry on and Clay off. What, what are the stats? Well, they're really bad with Clay Thompson on the court. They're better with him off. And it's only a two game sample size, but Clay's, Clay's killing them in well, the series. Clay and Jordan Poole have done nothing. 
The problem is Clay cannot guard Fox and no. he cannot guard Monk. No. So what do you do? So you've got to have someone quick enough to no. guard those guys. I know. I, I, I have suggested this to people around the Warriors, not in the building, but people that know a lot of personalities, is that it's okay. People, yeah, you can't break up the Splash Brothers. Yes, you can. They both got titles. They're both highly compensated. It's okay. It's like what you don't want to do in these dynasties, like Jerry Krause got a lot of crap for this. And when they won their second three in a row, and Jerry Krause said, I'm not bringing everybody back. I'm not, it's not, and, and the, the knock was, we've earned the right to defend our title. This year for the Warriors, maybe defend, it's their defending title year. Mm-hmm. And they're, because I think a lot of people thought this had about two more years left. It may just be it. We missed it. This this is a bad matchup with the speed. And remember, last year, how many playoff games for the Warriors? Like 21, 22? Extended long season, old guys against the fastest, quickest team in the league. Yeah. And I will point out the picking up Fox full court. Have you seen Davion Mitchell when he's on the court? Yeah. He's, he's in Curry's jersey 90 feet all over the court. Yeah, I mean, all dynasties and they're clunky. Well, John Elway... And it's, I mean, he got Terrell Davis. They won two he Super did. Bowls. He, off he He's probably the greatest retirement act ever. Derek Jeter was bad the second half of the season for the Yankees. But he, remember his last game? Yeah, and, I mean, Peyton wasn't great in the Super Bowl, but he no. won the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, he had like 125. But, it, but it's it, Michael Jordan passing. Wizards. It's, it's, I mean, Brett Favre was. Well, no, he went to the Vi- with the Vikings yeah, in the but, NFC it, title game. But then the, the second year with the Vikings wasn't a little oh, choppy. Oh, that's right. There was a He made that terrible <laughs> interception or something, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, I. It's fun. I think he got injured, maybe. I mean, I look don't... at Aaron Rodgers' career. Aaron Rodgers' career is ending with the Jets. Oh, Brady, Brady left with the Tampa, where he couldn't get along with a coach, and the team had no run game. It yeah, was... he got to the playoffs. I know, but it was it was not ideal. Stayed one year too long. Yeah, so it just doesn't end well. So... Wait a minute. Aaron Rodgers can end on a high note. Just get the Jets to the Super Bowl. That's not a tall task. I mean, they want, they've been there. Oh, no, they haven't been there in my lifetime. That's right. Yeah. I, I could argue... The, the AFC East is the best division in football because every single team has something that's great. Okay, the Bills have a great quarterback, right? Uh, Miami has a brilliant offensive coach and wide receiver set. New England's got a brilliant defensive coach, and the Jets have a great defense. And it's the Ryan. only division with everybody's got something you're like, oh, that's top three in the league. AFC West? Well, what do the Raiders have top three in the league? Nothing. It's the only division where everybody had Josh Allen, top three quarterback in the league. Okay, well, they, uh, Raiders have an elite uh, wide receiver, Devonte Adams. Well, I'm not there. talking about an individual player oh. outside of quarterback, but I mean, in, in you go to that division, that's a top five, that's a top three defense. Jets argue it's top three or four defense in the league, don't you think? It, it's the up numbers there. were a little. They faced a lot of backup quarterbacks, okay, but that's they true. did play well this year. At top, we'll give it top ten. You give them Aaron Rodgers, and yes, they I would gave, agree with you. They gave Josh Allen some trouble. Belichick can't. Um, if Lamar Jackson returns, I think the uh, whatever, whatever that is. I don't trust but, Cleveland. Uh, Bur- Burrow Watson. No, 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 no. Lamar. I don't trust. I don't trust Cleveland. There's, I don't trust them. I like their coach huh. and GM. I don't trust the owner. I don't Pittsburgh. Tr- I mean, what Kenny Pickett's a nice. I think you know. I think Kenny Pickett's a little like Mac Jones. I think you saw his ceiling in year one because, like, like Kenny Pickett played so many years. Like Brock Purdy. Hmm. This is what Brock Purdy is. This is what Kenny Pickett is. Now, I think Mac Jones has a little more because he didn't start very long at Alabama, but he's not going to do anything off script. A lot of these guys come in like, when you watch Kenny Pickett, I feel like 
He's got about 10, 12% upgrade, but this is kind of what he is. And I, and I, by the way, Mac Jones, I think this is mostly what he is. Okay. Brock Purdy, this is absolutely what he is. There's just no ceiling to okay. it. Okay, NFL takes in April. By Halloween, you'll be saying, Kenny Pickett over Mac Jones. By Halloween. I haven't even seen the schedule. I'm going in blind. I'm on the picket train. Well, he, he, he's a bigger athlete, and he's a better athlete. He's, a better, yeah. he's a better athlete. And he's more chill in the pocket. He's not yelling at coaches. Yeah, he's, he's a better athlete. He can move. He's, not, he's, he's a little like he's a – he can move. He's not a Going gr- into the season, would you take Pickett or Mac Jones? This morning, Ooh. Mac Jones. Oh. But, but, I always say, year two Thanksgiving – I'm not going to judge a quarterback. Year two, Thanksgiving. Now I've got like 24 starts. And now I got a sense of what a guy is. Your first year, you're overwhelmed. Okay, I'm going to give you eight more starts to Thanksgiving. Then I know what you, then I can see some ceiling. Like Mac Jones, by the second year, you're like, the ceiling's low. <laughs> I mean, I do you, like, I think the Pickett's, ceiling's low. Can you bring in Bailey Zappi? <laughs> I, I, I think Pickett's ceiling's, he's got a little more, but not a ton. I think what you saw is a fair representation, mostly, maybe 15%, of what he is. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. It's the Herb. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts